something I know I like to listen to or read uh, that I don't often produce is uh, when just taking a look at the the tools I use, stuff I've you know curated and chosen, things I've um, let go of or you know sold, traded, stopped using, and you know that whole process of of you know finding, selecting. Um, experimenting with and then some of them like you you know really getting attached to and finding that sort of that that stuff that really is I don't know super trustworthy and helpful and 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 lets you get things done things like um the I don't know the the backpack or um wallet or the the pens or paper the um you know, tools, tech, whatever. Like, I, I end up talking about the tech more often than any of the other physical stuff because um, I don't know why. I and, and I would like to to explore that more and maybe find out more why that I feel like my tendency is I pick a tool and, you know, maybe I've done a little bit of thinking ahead of time, but I end up really just sort of rolling with and tolerating a lot of the stuff I carry as opposed to saying uh, to anyone who asks that, oh, yeah, for sure, this is the exact pack, backpack I recommend for, you know, this and that and this other reason. Um, I, my backpack's okay. <laughs> it's it's fine. Uh, other stuff I carry, they're okay. They're fine. But they're not at this this level of, of oh, yeah, this is the the very fit tool for this particular purpose that, that I, that I chose it for. Um, and then, you know, sometimes I run into things that, you know, really, you know, like pens that I really like. Um, and I've, I mentioned a few in recent months when, uh, uh, working on my Inktober posts, I tried a few that, that, uh, um, that I posted about and, and I, and I ended up really liking it honestly too many of them <laughs> so there isn't like one pen anyway uh the 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 an example of something that i've adopted and i just keep rolling with is this um is the sh- the cover or kind of like a snap-on shell for my macbook pro it's fine it's not great it, it more or less does the job but um i feel like uh like someone who's really super into curating and you know, applying their eye t- for detail to then um, come up with an understanding of attributes and stuff that that maybe even they never considered before getting into it, but then, tr- you know, trying like a few different options, gaining so much more um, just observational evidence and insight and practice with a thing where, yeah, you know, the, like the, for instance, if I was selecting among more than one um, shell, I probably would have picked something different because it's got a weird texture. It's a little too grippy. Trying to, trying to put it in my backpack, it's hard to, you know, hard to get it in there and out of there and stuff. Um, but it's an example of, I mean, I've had this shell uh, for a year and a half. <laughs> it's been mildly annoying every day, but I haven't replaced it. I just roll with it because it's mostly doing the job that I, that I bought it to do which is to, you know, protect this laptop and make it at least slightly grippier, but it, you know, it goes way past slightly grippy and makes it too grippy. But anyway, uh, 
talking about tools, I think, uh, it's, I think it's something I want to try and practice with, um, and then see, see what that's like. Um, and I'll have to be really judicious, really selective about, you know, when I do that and for what tools, because, um, I mean, this is not a habit because I've, you know, I, I do other stuff. I tend to work on getting things out the door, like my, my podcasts or, or other drawings or, you know, chipping away at, uh, tasks on my, you know, my video game project, or if I'm working on a workshop, all that stuff really, it comes first. And I think there's probably some space though, to pause now and then to, to get a little bit more out of, out of the process. And I think if by doing that, it probably will help me, um, not just be picky about tools, but, but relate to the ones that I've chosen a little more, um, I don't know, with a little more specificity. Um, okay. So yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, we'll see how this goes, but some things that I do carry with me and that I think uh, the other angle on that too is, uh, just listing things. It's like, well, things are everywhere. Everyone, lots of people carry things. Is that really a big deal? Is that interesting? And I think someone who's doing all that curating for everything they carry, yeah, okay, they make it pretty interesting. But uh, for me, who I end up carrying a lot of stuff where I'm like, yeah, it's okay, it's fine. Um, I think what might be a more interesting angle on this also is is trying to um, be picky about or selective about the... Um, like what and what am I carrying that I don't think is as common or or um or it's just more interesting for some reason, whatever I feel like oh, this might be more interesting to talk about uh, and I think like and like an example of that is uh the last couple weeks ever since going to the hackaday supercon um conference, which is really about um electrical engineering. And in, in being very inclusive for anyone who's anywhere along that process to just come along and build stuff and, uh, you know, for, to personally benefit and help others benefit from the things you, you make, whether it's just something blinky and fun or, or, uh, or you're making something that, that is, uh, making it possible to, like, I'm using an example from one of the talks, um, where, okay. I'll have to pick an easy one. Um, like, like, like trying to help, uh, uh, remote medical practitioners with, uh, cancer diagnosis by training a computer vision model that is portable and works on a mobile device that, um, can just essentially augment doctor's practice and whatnot. That's kind of awesome. Um, so let's see. Uh, oh yeah. So what am I carrying? Oh, like a couple interesting things. I'll pick two. Um, there's a pocket keyboard I've been carrying that, uh, I think I'll have more thoughts on later. One thing that very much impresses me is I don't typically have a portable keyboard that I type very accurately on. And this one is, it's pretty accurate and it's this, and, it, and, it, and it's pretty ergonomic. It folds out in like a slightly boomer, boomerang shape, and it's called uh, a 
um, Dictopro, Dictopro, and uh, it, it's pretty good. It's a wireless Bluetooth keyboard, and I I like it. Um, it's it, because I, I'm not that fast on, on like typing on just a screen. So this thing is, is interesting. It's been helpful in a few meetings as far as note-taking when I do need to do a little bit more than just writing on some index cards. And uh, so that one that one's pretty neat, and I may have more thoughts on that later. haven't really run into any problems with battery life or anything like that. Um, it does lose connection sometimes when, you, know, in, when you, you haven't connected in a day. I sometimes have to pair it again with a device. That's not that awesome, but uh, overall it's been tolerable when I need to really get a bunch of notes down. Um, the other thing that is, is interesting that I, I started to talk about because of the, that, the whole Hackaday Supercon, this is where I'm, I need practice talking about this, is um, I carry a box of blinky things and uh, the, some, some stuff that I would like to um, assemble when, when I have a minute here and there. And... Um, I would also need to be near a soldering iron, <laughs> which thankfully, you know, where I, you know, day job wise, I, I am near one. When I'm in my home office, I'm near one, so it's no big deal. Um, but yeah, a blinky box, it's kind of like a place to quickly and easily practice. It's almost like having a sketchbook nearby for uh, circuitry. And I think for me to increase in expertise, having it, at red, readily at hand is is helpful. So the what I mean by blinky box, it's it's a um, it's a small plastic container that has a few different boards that um, that folks at the in in the hackaday type circles they call them ASOs or no wait SAOs and it, it stands um, I don't swear on the Polytechnic cast I swear in my personal life but I don't swear on my podcasts typically. Um, I think I did one blog post where I swear. Anyway, they call it uh, um, stinky add-ons, but, you know, replace stinky with a, a low-grade swear there. And, uh, yeah, and, and what, what it means that they don't have a really important purpose. They don't solve problems, but they're, they're blinky, and, and, and they add some flair to something, which could be like your conference badge or, or whatever. Um, yeah, it's a, it's an SAO. So I've got a few of those little things to, you know, like when you assemble them, they blink in different patterns and, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But it, yeah, it's just pra practicing the basics of, um, uh, circuits and electrical engineering and understand the components. It's like, what am I assembling and how, why does this work and how does it do that? It, it helps with a hands-on thing that I can then go look up and, um, and carry with me when I'm, when I'm, like I'm slowly chipping through the the, um, uh, the videos that at Khan Academy related to uh, electrical engineering. Very slowly, uh, and I find that when I practice something from a few different angles, it helps me learn. So there you go. There's some stuff that uh, uh, I'm carrying with me and thinking about the tools and stuff I choose, and I I really see why I I think I'm getting a feel for why people have fun sharing that kind of thing um, as, as sort of a, you know, when you're making a, you're making a podcast, you're making a helpful blog post. Uh, I get it. Tools make sense. And, and, and I've, I've done this a lot for software tools, but not that much for the physical things I carry just a little bit here and there. And uh, maybe I'll try to do more of it. That, that was kind of fun. So there you go. There was another uh, experiment that uh, 
I'm working on doing 30 of them, 30 of these audio posts for the month of November because I'm taking part in the Art Sound Off Challenge, which is a thing that Jersey Dross and I uh, started uh, to challenge ourselves and, and uh, anyone else who wants to join in to do a bit of uh, audio journaling. And uh, you can share it publicly or not. Just, you know, get, get into the practice. And uh, if you're looking for ideas and tools, approaches, and all that to, to give it a try, you can go to artsoundoff.com and find lots of examples and helpful info there. And like, if, if, you're, if you're thinking like, gosh, I don't know what I would talk about, plenty of ideas out there. Uh, then there's lots of things that and examples people, people have actually done uh, if you look at the hashtag on Twitter called just Art Sound Off. Uh, so that's all I have for today. If you have any uh, reactions to this, uh, uh, Twitter's a good place where I am at Rob Stenzinger or via email, I am rob.stenzinger at stenzingersoftware.com. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>